up, spooky boys? Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck's the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some snacks. And I, hi, I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I've decided, Brianna, that this is the Catalina wine mixers of uh, podcasts. That's what I've decided. And I'm Brianna, and Half Moon cookies from Trader Joe's are not the same as Brookies. Mmm, mmm. And today we'll be watching the 2021 psychological horror film, The Night House. Before we get into the movie of The Night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet and our expectations, of course. Before we get into the movie of The Night, though, I'm going to mention Dopeflix, which is a podcast that I co-host on. It is a, a, ch- a chit-chat podcast. We chit-chat, talk about stuff and things. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we watch movies and just talk about stuff and things. So go check it out. Uh, shout out to Brianna. Edmont- mm-hmm. Edmonton, Canada, eh? Oh my oh. god. Edmonton, you know. Uh, and then we got Oakland, California. That was a good one. That's a California accent. That's good. Do um, they talk like that in Oakland, though? Maybe not, but probably not. But maybe. I wasn't going to do like a... I feel like there's a definitely a certain kind of accent in Oakland, but I'm not going to do it. I'm also not going to do this one, Gandia, Spain, because I feel I like... I know what that sounded well, like. Well, in my head, I want to immediately go to a Mexican accent, and I, but I know that's not right. And then I and then I go to some more South American, and then I'm, I, I just would I, would... I would... I would mess it all up. Um... I picture, I imagine I being kind of lispy. Ooh, okay. Like, <laughs> Spain? Like, Barcel- Barcelona? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, shout out, Pakenham Straya. Pakenham. Probably right. Pakenham. Packing it? Pakenham Straya. I like that one. Okay. And Kingston, Jamaica. A rude <gasps> boy. So, shout out. I, I This is, Kingston, Jamaica, they, they listen... Every once in a while, they 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 come in. I I enjoy that. I I think we're very international here, Brianna, and this is why I do the shoutouts, just to let people know that we love them and we appreciate them, and to let the haters know that we're international and worldwide, Mister and Miss Worldwide, and we can be adopted children of Pitbull. I want to be Miss Worldwide, as in like kind of like Miss Universe or Miss America, but I'm Miss Worldwide. Like I won the title, and you're not taking it from me because I will knock a bitch out. Okay, I just want to be Pitbull's kid. That's why I'm I'm maybe I'm Worldwide Junior, and you're Miss Worldwide. <laughs> okay, I like we it. took we took different turns on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tidbits. <laughs> the movie of the night, ladies and gentlemen, is of course The Night House. Premiered at Sundance before its release in theaters. It premiered at Sundance in 2020 and hasn't seen the light of day uh, until this year, probably because they didn't want to release it last year for fear of losing money. So that Did you sense. see it at Sundance? I did not. I went to the 2021 Sundance, Brianna. I went to the 2021 oh, Sundance. Did? Yeah, I did. I thought that... Yeah, Not okay, the 2020 Sundance. Yeah, that was this year. You talked it about it in 2020. Yeah. Confuse me. I know. I was very excited. Very. I hope, we get to, I hope I get to go to the 2022. We'll see. Uh, this movie, The Night House, is written by Ben Collins and Luke Petrusky. They're a writing team, Brianna, and they're actually the ones helming the Hellraiser reboot. Have you ever seen Hellraiser? Are you familiar? I think I've seen Hellraiser 2 for some reason, okay, but so not y- the first one. But Hellraiser so- used to scare the bejesus out of me in Blockbuster. I know I've mentioned this a hundred times, but like it literally haunts me. That's a terrible, that was a terrible cover to walk by. Um, Pinhead, oh like that. Gosh. So you're familiar with Pinhead, is where I'm getting at, because he's super, super spooky to this day. Yeah, but he, yeah, no, he's just no, got needles no, in his feet. No. That's not. I don't like that. No. So either way, no. they're they're writing that reboot. No. I will be seeing that for sure because it's going to be spooky. Uh, it's directed by David Bruckner, who is also directing the Hellraiser reboot. Um, he also directed a segment in VHS. Have you ever seen VHS, Brianna? No, but I've heard, like, pretty good things about it. It's spooky. That's for yeah. sure. That's for sure. It, uh, the Night House is produced by the man who wrote, okay? So this man is, the man who produced this movie, The Night House, is the writer of such films as Blade 1, 2, and 3, so the whole trilogy. He also wrote, <laughs> ba- he, he also wrote Batman Begins, and, the dark, and he did the stories for Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. So that's pretty, that's crazy. 
Um, he also wrote Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Man of Steel, which, you know, I'll, g- I'll give you a pass on that. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. And surprise, surprise, he's doing, he's producing and doing the story for the upcoming Hellraiser. So these, this is a... Did you just say that? No, no, no. The, I'm, all, the writers, the directors, and the producers are all on Hellraiser. They're all raising hell. Got They're it. all raising hell. They're all doing the new Hellraisers. They're a team of Hellraisers. They're but, all going to stick pins in their head. But the man who produced this, he doesn't produce a, like, he, he, he's produced a decent amount of films, but he clearly puts his name on it. So I, uh, I expect a decent outcome because of it. You know what I mean? I don't think this guy would put his name on something if he didn't believe it. So I trust that. With that being said, though, it stars Rebecca Hall, who I think is, is, is a decent actress. Um, she's, she's in lots of things. I feel like you'd be a fan of Rebecca Hall, Brianna, right? I liked her in the town and she was good in Godzilla vs. Kong, right? She was the, she was the adopted mother of the deaf girl who speaks sign language to King Kong, right? I like Rebecca Hall. Yeah. So I think she's, I think I'm excited. I heard that her performance really, uh, drives the movie. So, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be mostly her for most of it. So I'm excited for that. I think, I think it's, I think it's going to be decent. It was filmed in Syracuse, New York in 2019. Uh, I want to I film a movie in Buffalo, Brianna. It's so sad. Okay, it's cool. so It's so sad. I've been once, and it was a, it was a perfect Buffalo day as far as, I can, as far as I can tell. So it's sunny the whole ride up. We're going to, we're going to another cloudy place called Cleveland. But on the way there, it's sunny, and we're driving through, and all of a sudden it gets real cloudy. And we're like, where are we? This is this is disgusting and we were in buffalo so we we're like all right let's stop and it was august too but for some reason it was still only 35 degrees like it was a perfect buffalo day and we went to a buffalo strip mall and we walked through a strip mall and there was a whole store dedicated to america and donald trump and we got chicken wings and the chicken wings were really yummy but the the strip mall was really sad and depressing but it was such a good time because i don't live there and you know like buffalo's just sad anyway fuck the bills so you know, I just want to, I think that would be a perfect place for a horror movie because there's nothing more depressing and terrible than Buffalo. Cool. At the time of this recording, Brianna, it has a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb based on 14,000 reviews. That is The Nighthouse, not Buffalo. Buffalo has a 0.1 out of 10 on IMDb based on 9 million bajillion reviews. And the only 0.1 comes from the chicken wings. Uh, it has an 87% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 194 reviews, which is a decent critic score, Brianna. 87% Rotten Tomatoes? That's... Not bad, not bad. That's an eye that's, that's like, hmm, okay. That's what really made me go like, hmm, at least look that's into it. That's a tickle it. the pants, you know? yeah. Yeah, I looked into it because of that, so. 69% audience score, which means that the the Dumbos don't get it. So, we're, I don't think we're going to have a problem with that. You might, I won't. Oh, I definitely won't. <laughs> 68% on Metacritic, which means that the critics are Dumbos also. Uh, they just don't get it. And then 64% of Google users like this movie, which is not a great sign, but it is what it is. I couldn't find the fucking Facebook reviews either, Brianna. I want to find those goddamn things, but every week I can't find them. I feel like they would definitely be out there for this movie, too. Am I wrong? Like, you to say that you just don't know how to scan the internet lazily enough? No, you're Yeah, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm pretty good at lazily scanning the internet. I don't know if you're as good as me, man. <laughs> well, do you have the fucking Facebook review? You start bringing them then. That's going to be your new your new job is to bring the Facebook reviews to the table along with your synopsis that you're going to give me in a few seconds. But before you give me those, do you have any tidbits? And I would love to hear your expectations for for this film tonight. All I know is it was a hassle and a half to get this watchable for brianna right because you had to pay for it and it's like frustrating because we don't steal movies on where the fuck are the popcorn bags we (laughs) we pay for them legitimate right brianna but if yes but my tv and my internet are the ones that are the tricky little bitches Mm, and that garbage mac air that you have (laughs) okay mac air is like i'm sorry i used to be then but now i don't have any of that no lifestyle in me but no just i hope that the hassle i had to go through makes the movie enjoyable because i'm not gonna say i'm judging the movie on how fucking difficult it was for me to get all this ready 
but <laughs> I will be very, very bitter if the movie sucks and I went through hell. That's fair. I can. That's reasonable. I I appreciate that. But, but I'm also, you know, I like Rebecca Hall. I am a little worried that I'm gonna get bored, and we're gonna see a lot of like Sarah Paulson just like screaming. But I'm just this is how I'm going in there. You thought you were gonna be the negative one, but no, I, I am Miss Worldwide. <laughs> so watch out. Well, as Worldwide <laughs> Junior, um, <laughs> wait, like a double quarter Worldwide. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like a. <laughs> Worldwide Junior with cheese. As Worldwide Junior with cheese, uh, I also want to mimic what Brianna just said. I I do I do worry about getting bored. It's an hour and fifty minutes long. Not that what? Long, not that not that not that long movies are intimidating for me whatsoever. It's just that I'm fearful that there's not going to be enough substance within the film to keep my attention. But I did watch the trailer. It did pull me in. We'll see what I happens. I didn't get to I just... watch the trailer because someone wouldn't let me. Oh, yeah, you didn't know. It's probably a better thing that you didn't watch the trailer. I think that if you don't watch the trailer, you might have a better viewing experience out of that. I'm I'm fearful that because I watched the trailer, it gave away too much. So, we'll we'll see what happens though. We'll see if there's if there's if there's more layers to it, then it's definitely going to be a fucking mind mind bender, that's for sure. All right, Brian, you want to give me your synopsis before we go watch this thing? Take us out. Yes. This synopsis is brought to you by Bubba Burger. If you want a juicy, delicious all-beef patty, find Bubba Burger in your local grocery store. Oh, nice. Okay. I like it. Bubba Burger. Go grab them. Delicious. And if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, I don't know, but I don't know. You're not getting a Bubba Burger. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat the bread. <laughs> Have a lettuce cup. <laughs> what? Anyway, now to the synopsis. A widow begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's disturbing secrets. Hmm. Sounds like, sounds like my future wife's dilemmas. Your disturbing secrets are what, like, just Addison Ray pictures everywhere. Oh my good golly pasted, goodness, Brianna! Pasted on your walls. No, no. It's you like... open up your phone and there's like a whole album just. Addison Ray. No, it's the amount of ice Addison Ray camel toe pictures. <laughs> I was gonna say the amount of ice cream containers that are gonna be found underneath my bed. Ew. <laughs> I like That's them warm. Super... I like my ice cream warm. Sue me. Yeah, but like, don't you want to throw the container out after? I hate that like smell of like dried dairy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, first of all, I do not keep ice cream containers under my bed. It's buckets. Mm -hmm. It's it's something more sinister. It's buckets of KFC. <laughs> it's jizz and hair nail. It, it jizz and nail clippings. That's what it is. It's just like a big. It's like I use it like a. You trying to make a boogeyman? No, I make I make epoxy fingernail clippings with my jizz. That's what I do. So what do you do with the fingernails? I epoxy them. They're like encased, and you can like. With the. With the jizz. Yeah. It's like amber. I would want to see like, like floating a jizz, like a lava lamp. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great gift idea. Not for you, but that's just a great gift idea for your it's significant other. It's the new other. joke gift. It's that's, like no, not that's a, great, a potato. That's not a joke gift. <laughs> if I gave that to my significant other, I think that they would be like, what? This is a... Like your personal. Yeah, they'd be like, this is a lava loads. lamp of your jizz. I'd be like, yep, the whole thing. And they'd be like, what? That's awesome. Yeah, screw giving each other blood. Let's just give each other bodily fluids. <laughs> Poop, pee, jizz. Discharge. Aren't those the anniversary like years? Isn't it like a poop anniversary? <laughs> the jizz Yeah, I think 20 Styrofoam, years is the jizz. semen anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your synopsis so we can watch this fucking thing? I don't have a synopsis. I just, I really, looking at Rebecca Hall on my, like, computer screen was just making me feel really bad that I was like, I don't, I don't really know if I like Rebecca Hall enough to shit on her. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I don't. She doesn't deserve that. No, no. I don't like to make fun of horses either. All right. So let's just grab your, <laughs> grab your bongs, your bowls, your... Your all your your bee birds, which is a thing. It's like a, it's like a 
it's like an ear pick, but it has a camera on it, and you can put it in your ear and like take out wax. It's awesome, but it's kind of scary, but it's awesome. Uh, grab all this stuff, and in three, two, one. <laughs> And we're back <sighs> from watching Mantis Has Mixed Feelings. Brianna, what did you think of The Night House? It was kind of like The Lake House, but a little spookier. <laughs> Isn't The Lake House <laughs> that one with Keanu Reeves and he has like a, a secret love at a lake yeah, house in a, another dimension? It's a Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves sequel to Speed and... uh Keanu Reeves is, like, writing letters to Sandra Bullock's character, but, like, he's actually dead and she's, like, cuckoo bear. Mm, this was not like that movie, but kind of like that movie. Uh, <laughs> the one of. thing that I do want to start off by mentioning is that they do a great job of depicting um, hot teachers. Like, a realistic look at hot teachers in this movie. Because all hot teachers, me and Brianna decided while we were watching it, are, are plain. They're all plain and boring. But they're still, like, more attractive than the other teachers. And this job, uh, this this movie did a good job of displaying teachers as plain, but also more attractive. So that you would think that they're the hot teacher. Did I, did I get that right, Brianna? That's how I kind of explained it to myself when I said it. Okay. Was like, yeah, you know. All right, that's good enough for me, then. She's hotter uh, than the another... average person. <laughs> yeah, yep. I got scared. I was I got scared at one point. I mean, okay, right off the bat, we have to say that we did feel suspenseful, right? We were psychologically thrilled. My psychologicalness was thrilled, all right. There was lots of parts where I thought I was going to have to clench, but it was just me being, like, psychologically thrilled. I went, oh, I don't have to clench. They just made me think I do. Right. Um, okay, well, that's that's good. I really didn't hear a word you just said, I'm not going to lie, because you cut out every, pretty much every word there. So you might want to switch to your hotspot, Brianna. Awesome. Uh, I, the, the plot was fine. Brianna, did you hear anything I just said there? You're going to have to switch to your hotspot if you just didn't already. Yeah. Brianna. Yeah. Are you on the hotspot? Are you on the hotspot? Are you on the hotspot? Do this all the time. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. I was switching to my hotspot like you told me to do seven times. Okay. Great. Um, I know you're on the rag right now, but like, I'm switching. Everything's fine. It wasn't fine because you, you spoke for a whole 30 seconds and I didn't hear a word you just said. Do you want me to tell you again? I want you to tell me what you thought about the dialogue. That's what I want you to tell. That's because the dialogue, the, I don't want to say the writing was poor in this movie because I thought that the structure, the story structure was enjoyable. And I, I just, what do you think of the dialogue though? Because I personally felt the dialogue was really bad. I think that Rebecca Hall didn't say too much and she was kind of a Karen when she did speak. And then the friend, the tired Kristen Bell friend. She kind of just had one word like things, and she also had just like corny lines. So corny. She she kind of like repeated everything Rebecca Hall said back to her, <laughs> and like a, I felt bad today, and she was like, "You felt bad today." She was it was a terrible. You didn't really even need her at the end. She she showed up at the end of the movie, and she's supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be the B story, like her relationship with this lady, but. Didn't come across that way. They didn't do a great job of flushing that out. And they just made her really shallow as a character. Like, she was just like, oh, I'm so, I'm here for you. I'm just nervous and here for you. I was like, 
when they first like introduce her you're kind of like are they really friends or she just feel bad and then like i guess yeah they are friends yeah yeah at first what was at one point in time in the middle of the movie she says i love you but she said it in kind of like a way that was like i've been waiting to tell you this for years oh see i got a different vibe of like go don't go do anything stupid like people want you they need you (laughs) okay all right all right well i mean i think you just put like a weird love story in there. no i'm not putting it i'm not i'm not making it that i'm just saying the way she said it was like they were talking on the front porch and then she was like rebecca hall was like all right i'm leaving and this woman was like i love you and it was like oh okay that was weird yeah, it was like a reassuring, like, you're enough, Rebecca no, but it, it, Don't go it, it do anything with a gun. It wasn't like a, hey, like, I love you so much. You really just take care of yourself tonight and just be safe. See, that's too obvious. Right. I, I guess that's too obvious. Sure. She does. Kristen Bell doesn't want Rebecca Hall knowing, like, we're all, like, probably going to be looking at you through your windows tonight for a safety reason. Yeah. Well, the only thing spookier than the dialogue was the actual jump scare. So that was a positive. That that means that's a good thing in my book. I yelled at one point. Brianna, would you say? That wasn't. Was that a. I. It was a yell. I was like. That was a scary. Yeah, you definitely like shrieked. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, quite, quite literally. But I don't know how you got scared. There was like one shared like we went, whoa. And then. I got scared because someone ran by and you got scared because like someone on screen like ran at us and it scared the character. And you went, woo. Yeah, that's what got me. The jump scare was her getting scared. I was I'm living through the character. That's who I'm living through on screen. I'm in- You literally watched someone get scared and you went, <laughs> Sue me. Sue me, you goddamn bitch. Um What what did you think of the twists, both in the midpoint and the ending? Um, you know, they were pretty good. Midpoint twist. I we thought... can talk about the midpoint twist because that's in the trailer. Uh, and the the, the midpoint twist is that there's a secret house and that it's like the reverse floor plan of this other house. And this husband killed himself and there's something going on there. I, I won't add any more on to that. I could, but I'll, once we get into the spoiler zone, that's when I'll really lay it on thick. But yes, there was a... A secret house that was a, a twist in the middle of the movie. You didn't see the trailer, so were you like, oh, how did you feel about that? Do you have any emotion towards that? Not really. No? What about the ending twist? What was the ending twist? The ending twist was that, I mean, it's just, I won't give it away, but like the movie is about death being right around the corner, right? Like, but there's no resolve in the movie. That's a, that's a thing that I want to touch on. Uh, like, are they going to make a second one? Like, why keep things open-ended? I don't understand. Why not just keep it very finite and, like, there's, like, a fucking story going on. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. And they just kind of, like, let, like... Is that too much to ask for? They just left it kind of open <laughs> in the, at the end. That You're kind of like, oh, is there room for more? Can I get seconds? Like, no, I don't need seconds. I'm good. Yeah, no, I don't need a sequel to this or anything. I, um... The ending kind of made it seem like, yeah, it was what we pretty much figured, I don't know, midway through the the movie when you were looking through certain books and you got like a certain figurine. Like we knew something wasn't up to snuff. And so then the end, it was like, oh, yeah, OK, cuckoo bear. Yeah, he's, re- sure. he's a real cuckoo bear. That's for sure. <laughs> they definitely could have given me a little more. I did not dislike it. I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't dislike it because there were points and times where I was really into it. You know, I was sitting here and I was I was just full-fledged into the movie. There were also points and times where I was a little bored. Um, for an hour and 45-minute movie, I will say that it doesn't stretch itself too far or too thin. And I think that's a positive thing. Would you, what do you think, Brandon? You think it was... You, Think it was too long? A little bit, but not terribly long. The beginning kind of dragged a little bit. Um, because there's really it just there's nothing happening. Like there's no dialogue. Well, the first twenty there's minutes, no big yeah. movement. Yeah, you're just like, oh, okay. And then, um, 
nothing seemed after that it didn't seem that bad because there are points where you're just like they keep you going like what what's gonna happen what is what's going on is so yeah i mean like didn't feel slow after that just maybe they could have cut a little to begin like i said there i did feel psychologically thrilled i thought it was a good movie i'm glad i saw it Okay, so you're going as good, as far as to say that it, like it's a it's a good movie. Rebecca Hall's acting was pretty good for someone who didn't really speak and had to fight an invisible person for half the movie. Like that's like it was she did a solid job for what she was she the task at hand. Yeah, Rebecca Hall's a pretty good uh pretty good actress. The woman from I didn't mention her in the beginning, but the woman from Barry, that is who the supporting actresses in this movie the best friend she was fine but the, the her dialogue was just strange um i really like her and barry uh she's super neurotic um i think that you should give that show another chance brianna since you said you stopped watching it i stopped watching it because i just started to watch other things and i forgot about it. well it's pretty good it's probably better than it's other not like things. i was like adamant i was never starting it again. no what you said on earlier was like fuck barry i hate white people i'm not watching that stupid honky shit that's the word those are your ver- verbatim the words you used earlier that's what you said well uh i actually love barry so i i love that stupid honky shit as you would say thank you very much do you, you want to give uh you, you got anything else before we get into it do you want to give your popcorn bag score that's it so far i don't want to get too into it um, popcorn bags out of 50, I would give it like a 26 out of 50 popcorn bags. And, uh, yeah, if you want a little, if you want a f- little fresh psychological thriller that'll make you squeal like a little girl, then yeah, give it a watch. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it a 22 out of 50 popcorn bags. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it enough. I think that it would be a good watch if it was on, if it was on like an HBO Max. That's like a definite, like, yeah, it's spooky season, baby. This is why we watched it in the first place, because we wanted to be spooked. I did get spooked, but also, <laughs> also wasn't my favorite spooky movie we've watched in the last few weeks, uh, either on this podcast or on my own. So I'm going to give it a 22 out of 50 with a... Yes, recommendation because it's a it's a it's a definite definitely a decent date movie, definitely a decent like friend movie. I think that you could even watch it by yourself if you're looking to be like real spooked out. Ooh, Ooh baby, there the, <laughs> the entire time me and Brianna just went just kept going. Oh no! Mm-mm. Oh hell! Oh hell! No. No. <laughs> oh hell! Because there's no. a lot of time where you're just waiting. You're waiting for something to happen, but the suspense is there and you're feeling it. You're like, what? Oh, he's right there. What's happening? What's it's gonna happen? So you fill it in with a, oh hell, oh no. hell no, oh hell no. Spoiler zone. <laughs> Brianna, favorite parts, least favorite parts. Why don't we start off with favorite parts? Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can do least favorite parts. I guess that's fine. <laughs> no favorite parts. Something I feel like only I might have noticed, Rebecca Hall's house had, like, the greatest glassware collection I've seen in, like, any movie. Do you just mean, like, the what she drank out of, like, her cups? Yeah. <laughs> she did have some pretty cool glasses. The whole house was she really some... cool. Oh, yeah. I would love to see, like, a floor plan of that house. I know we saw a floor plan in the movie, but, like, I would love to see, like, a walking floor plan of what it looked like. There was a spiral staircase, like, ooh, ooh. We talked about it. Maybe like a sunken in living room. I don't know. We talked about it a little bit. You said that you grew up with a basement with glass doors on the sides. I don't think I could live in a house oh. like that because it would fucking bug me out. It would just freak me yeah, out. Yeah, we, we had a finished basement and it had two big sliding doors that looked out into the backyard, which was forest. Ooh. <laughs> And I used to always remember, I was like, if I flip this light on and there's someone standing up Because no. you know, like, oh, when no. you're standing in the room and it's dark and the light's on, like, all you see is yourself. Yep. I would always be like, I swear, I swear I will scream bloody murder if I turn this little baddie on and there's some, like, animal and or person there. A screen guy in a screen oh, mask. Oh, hell no. Yeah, some Drew Barrymore <laughs> shit. Oh, hell no. 
Yeah. Drew Barrymore died in Scream, oh. and then Carmen Electra died in Scary Movie, right? In the first, in that first scene. Drew Barrymore definitely dies in Scream. Okay. I don't know about Carmen Electra. It was Carmen Electra in Scary Movie. She got, she gets her implant taken out with a knife. Okay. Remember that part? I, I don't think I've ever. I told f- you I don't think I've ever seen Scary oh, Movie. I think I've that's seen the Scary first movie. movie like two and. After. That's the first murder of scary movie. That was spot on. Love scary movie one and two. Three's okay. Then you start to lose me. Um, I uh, Breck, blah, 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 blah. Rebecca Hall plays a good drunk. Bree. <laughs> she plays a. She plays a good like unshowered former hot teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that one scene. Is this one scene where this woman comes in and tries to ask Rebecca Hall why her son got like a C or a D on a test and Rebecca Hall just doesn't give a shit and she's like, my husband just shot himself in the face the other night. That's why your son got a D because I wasn't here. And she's like, I don't give a shit about your son and his elective fucking paper. Like, get out of my face. (laughs) Yeah, she's not having it for that ginger bitch. (laughs) Oh, the stupid ginger bitch. I hated her hair. It was so big. Yeah, she ginger snapped her, and she was like, I had to attend to personal matters. That's why I was in school that day. And she was like, well, my son has personal matters, too, and he wasn't there the other day. And she was like, well, my husband shot himself. And then ginger snap was like, oh. Yeah, higher the hair, the closer to Jesus, my ass. No, her hair wasn't even high. It was just like, ugh, it was icky. (laughs) Her whole being was icky. Icky. icky, icky, icky. Not as bad as, uh, not as icky as Death. Death was a real hornball in this movie. He was super horny oh for Rebecca Hall. Oh my gosh. This was like the weirdest, like, Patrick Swayze <laughs> ghost. This was ghost. Ever. Yeah, this was ghost too. This was ghost XXX. <laughs> uh, if you're not gonna watch the movie, if you haven't watched the movie, if you don't care to watch the movie, uh, this movie is about Rebecca Hall being essentially chased by Death. She thinks it's her husband that she's speaking with, like this ghost apparition. It ends up not being that at all. It ends up being death. It ends up just being some weird architecture. Yeah, it ends up it ends up being death who who courted her at the age of seventeen when she like died initially and they brought her back to life. And since then he's always wanted her. So he possesses her husband, who then serial kills a bunch of ladies to satiate death and make him think that he uh he's everything's cool. But then death catches on because death's no dummy. And so then death catches on and he's like, well, this is bullshit. And then the husband kills himself because he doesn't want to kill the wife. And then we're in the situation where this woman thinks she's like being like stalked by her dead ghost husband. But she's actually being stalked by death. Um, And then at the end, like I said, so at the end, I want to get into it, Brianna, because this is going to I think we can just lead in a least favorite parts if you don't have any more favorite parts but you can also go back i don't really give a shit uh at the end of the movie like she's about to kill herself and then her friend hops out of the hops into the the lake and is like beth no beth also beth horrible horrible name for a character that is the worst name i've ever heard for a character in my life never name a character in a movie beth automatic zero out of ten on the name scale when you name a character beth i digress Okay. Uh, yeah, I digress. Um, <laughs> so Death is uh, in the boat with her, explaining to her that the whole situation, why she's in the boat, why her husband's dead, why he's looking for her. Um, and then she like wakes up from her, her sleepwalk, and they save her, and then they look out into the lake, and, she, and the, the, the nice old man who was in the movie like for three minutes uh, comes sauntering down. He's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. And he's like, what are you looking at? Nothing's there. And she's like, I know. But then you see like a little like shadow like on the boat. And clearly something's there. So death. Oh, yeah. There's some, there's something dirty in there. It wasn't my computer. There's something in there. Night, night, night house two. Death man cometh. I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's like. Death man fully loaded. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Nighthouse Two Death Race. Weird sexual energy. (laughs) Weird sexual. Well, she was cuddling with him, and then he started to like kind of want to like do some things. Also, there's a weird statue with a like a some rebar through the vagine and butthole. 
Uh, also through like hands, feet, head, neck. Yeah. And uh, I think like one in the back and yeah. it's like, oh, and then at one point she does make that same shape minus like the the Hellraiser pins hanging out of mm-hmm. her. And like you see it and you're like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. It was. <laughs> Please make it stop. Uh, in addition to in addition to our uh, thoughts on this movie, I will say that this gave me hope. That the Hellraiser reboot will is in good hands. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. These guys are messed yeah, up. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not too concerned about like the dialogue and the story in Hellraiser. It's just gonna be fucking Hellraiser movies. So there's gonna be just people with pins through their head. Hell yeah, raise. hell's gonna be raised. I don't. It's, it's, <laughs> this is gonna be. It's gonna be fine. Everybody should be totally, totally, uh, not worried. Excited yeah, ready. excited, ready. I was gonna say not worried. Maybe not excited. Just not worried. <laughs> I really hated how they wrote the other teachers in this movie, Brianna. There were two other teachers. Remember that scene where they were asking about her dead husband? Oh, that was the most awkward. Like, one person started out by, like, accidentally bringing up, like, suicide. And then the other one was, like, trying to save it. But they made it worse. And then the next one also tried to save it. But then it ended up just being, like, a total blow up in their face moment. Yeah, super uncomfortable. Um... I don't even know why we needed that moment. They needed that moment to sh- to so we could see the note and we could see like we needed answers to a lot of these questions. So I get it. Like they needed somebody to ask these questions if she wasn't going to give it up willingly. But they didn't need to write the scene like that. It could have just been like a they could have been at his funeral. I don't know. Like there was like a million different ways you could have done it besides making two characters that are just there just to ask uncomfortable questions that make you go ooh. Yeah. Which is kind of like leads like leads into the whole dialogue thing. Like the dialogue was shit. There wasn't a lot of it, and that's a good thing. There's probably not going to be a lot of it in Hellraiser, so that's a good thing. But the when it was there, it was garbage. There was also like the moment where it was just her and the uh, the best friend, if you want to call her that, and she like says something and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." That was such like a bitch thing to say. And it's just like does no one like know how to talk to her like what's going on like why is that part of why is it trying to make the story move along yeah there was one point in time where rebecca hall was talking to her best friend there and she was saying like you know i found pictures in his phone um i I, you know i'm concerned and you know listen your husband kills yourself and then you find pictures of random women in his phone you have a right friends like everybody has secrets yeah (laughs) yes exactly she's like you shouldn't have to worry she's like don't worry about it he's not here to defend himself and there's no way you'll ever know, so don't worry about it. It's like, what? What the fuck kind of, what? And then she says, everyone has secrets, and um, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, thanks. Yeah, thanks. That makes me feel better. Love you. And then she also makes the comment of like, wow, 15 years? You've been married for 15 years? You guys got married young. And she has like three kids and a husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At 35. So like you think, oh, you yeah. got married young, wow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else you got, Bree? What were you doing? <laughs> maybe they're not married. Maybe that's why she says you got married. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're just she's just a BM. What else didn't I like about this? I don't like how we got an unanswered like. Does the neighbor know something, or is he just like a concerned neighbor? He looked like he fucking knew he something. He seemed a little in on it. Yeah. Shit, yeah. And you don't really ever find out. I think that they should have, I think that they should have wrote like a, like a, you know, maybe like, maybe he, he helps facilitate death in the lake area because of some burial ground or some shit. You know what I'm saying? There should have been some. Yeah. Or like, I learn those young women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, or I saw all the, he could have, he could have at least been like. Uh, it's all, I, I saw him kill one. <laughs> he just said that he saw, like, oh, come on. Because he said he saw the husband, like, always wandering around the house that he was building that was, like, a piece of shit version of his other house. And, like, you kind of just felt like the old guy knew there was more, and he just kind of, like, let Rebecca Hall, like, deal with it. And then she was, like, mad that he didn't tell her in the first place that, like, 
he saw the husband roaming around there. And so it's like, yeah, he's keeping secrets and we're not going to find them all out. Yeah. And they, they, I feel like they left some things in there for a second one for some reason. Do you feel that way? Are you, I, you know, I think maybe they aren't preparing for a second one. And that's why people complained a little bit and the scores were a little lower. I think that if they didn't leave it, I keep saying open-ended, but if they did, if they didn't take the ending and just like make it a, oh, anything can happen. Like, well, like, was it this? Was it that? Like, I'm totally fine with vague endings in movies when they fit. Just when they fit. And this didn't. So it's not really a vague ending. <laughs> well, it, no, it was a vague ending, though. The de- like, do we know if no, death was real? Though? Like, You said you like vague endings that fit, so it's not really a vague ending. Well, this didn't fit. It's not a vague ending. This that didn't fit. fit. This was, uh... This one just... It wasn't a vague ending. You're right, but it was it was, it was vague enough. Yeah, it was just like a mess. It was like, oh, it's over. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was like the jump scare just caught us right off guard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't really understand. Like, why would they make a second one? No, like, I think that they just, I think they just left it like that, and like they're just like, yeah, that's how we do. <laughs> just kind of like, fuck it. This is Sundance, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally... Fuck, it is Sundance. Whatever. Alright. That's all I got, Brianna. You have anything else? I honestly get that vibe. (laughs) That's all I have. They were like, fuck it, we're gonna make... They think Ari Aster can make a scary psychological thriller. Look at us. (laughs) Psycholo... Everyone's so psychologically thrilled right now. They're... (laughs) It's so hot. Fucking thrilled. Um... You got anything else? That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I have no news either. Do you have any news? <laughs> Headlines. <laughs> Headlines. I read on the internet that the girl from A Quiet Place, Millicent Simmons, yeah. is going to be playing Helen Keller in a Helen Keller biopic okay i'm actually reading it right now uh she's teaming with rachel bresnahan for helen keller biopic helen and teacher and this girl is actually deaf so it's not as fucked Uh, up but she's also going to be playing somebody who's blind and for lack of a better term dumb (laughs) that's the way does not speak i grew that's the way i grew when i grew up in my day they called helen keller deaf dumb and blind (laughs) Back in my day, when they were still calling them meme memes. Yeah. <laughs> Helen Keller was dumb, but it was that was meant to mean that she couldn't speak. I... Okay, so I don't want this to sound bad, but, like, why is Helen Keller still such a, like, fascinating person, like, that we need to reignite and make a new movie? I've heard that the whole Helen Keller story is bullshit, and I kind of believe it. Like well, we are we watched that video. Remember, right? Maybe you sent you that thing on YouTube. Oh, that's what. It, yes, that's what. That's what triggered my my skepticism of Helen <laughs> Keller actually like either being blind and deaf or knowing how to like read and write and shit. I'm pretty sure she wasn't as blind and deaf as everybody thinks. No, no, I think that like back in the day they were like, "Whoa, this is messed up." Like she can't do anything. But nowadays it's like. No, we just know better on how to like develop certain parts of the brain when we aren't getting responses. And I think that if Helen Keller lived in this age, it would be much different. Yeah, imagine they were just like, imagine she was just on the spectrum. And like, you know, some people. Yeah, they were literally just like, what the like, heck could, is wrong? She could have been on the spectrum and just not like been very responsive when people spoke to her, you know, just kind of like a bit like lackadaisical in her gaze and just not very like like in tune with what's going on and so she they could have been like oh she's deaf she can't hear shit and it's just like no she's probably just like not she's not she's just like not all there <laughs> yeah she just needs a little bit of like coaching you need a little that's coaching a little help uh that's what rachel bresnahan apparently is gonna do what was helen keller's uh fucking lady's name ann sullivan ann sullivan right 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 
If you want to know the real story of Helen Keller, you should watch South Park. I do a great Helen Keller accent, but I'll save it for. A, for uh, yeah. I'll save it for Dope Flex. Max will love that. <laughs> <laughs> he just cancels it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'll cut that out. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. That's what I'll do. I'll bleep it. It'll be funny. Um. Yeah. No. I that I just read that and I was like, interesting. If you've seen the movie, I think it was in like the nineties that they made the Miracle Worker. That one's a pretty good movie. Like, why don't we just bring that back? Ah. Uh, right, good point. Good point. I don't know why we need to like make another movie about it. Like, can't. We make a movie about literally anything else. I just don't. Yeah, it's just not interesting. I, I'm sorry, but or it's like not. A, it's maybe like a a real documentary on it. Was Helen Keller alive? What a hundred and twenty years ago? Like when the fuck was Helen Keller born? Was it the 1800s? I think her and FDR were like it existed in the same time. Did I make that? I up? feel like she died in the early 1900s. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, this is very quickly turning into why the fuck are they making a Helen Keller movie episode? What? Dude, that's, yo, yeah, that's yo, Brianna, Brianna. Helen Keller was what? born in 1880 and died in 1968. That's bananas. I said I thought her and FDR were alive at the same time. But, okay, she was also alive during uh, JFK. Yeah, but I only remember FDR for some reason. <laughs> of all the pre- I only rem- I, I know one president, and it's FDR. No, I just remember, Who's Barack like, Obama? All the other presidents, and, like, I don't know, obviously, before Bill Clinton, mend in my mind, and I'm like, yeah, they were all presidents. I don't remember when, though. How did she get a- But I- How'd she get a BA? In the 60s? She got a- is it like after she passed Hold away? On. No, no, no. She went to college. Maybe she got a post. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> oh, maybe it was a posthumous honor. No. That's what I. Th- no, it's not. No, it's not. This, this, this lady. Hold on. She was a writer too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. that was the whole thing, right? <laughs> I thought she was like a poet. She uh, finger banging. Um. In 1900... Wait. Whoa, 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 she... Ratliff College? Oh, okay. Because so she went to Radcliffe College in 1900. Um, which... They had sign language in the 1900s. I guess, yeah. She, like... So, she went to college in 19... Because she got admitted in 1900, which was... She was at 20. So, she was 20 years old when she went to Radcliffe College, which was a college of Harvard, because obviously women couldn't go to Harvard. And so she went to the Harvard of women's colleges at 20. Okay. I'm I'm just not sold on the whole deaf d- blind thing. New new conspiracy theory. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't don't look at me and try to tell me Helen Keller is blind or deaf. I'm not having it anymore. She probably just needed glasses. Definitely just needed glasses and was on the spectrum or needed glasses and just didn't give a shit about what people had to say and was not paying any mind to them. She's probably just like, I'm an independent young woman. I don't have to listen to nobody. So Maybe she was deaf and not blind, and she looked at people and was like, I don't want to talk to them. I, that, I think I do that every day. <laughs> I don't blame her one bit. Because Helen inspired you. Um, <laughs> her spiritual autobiography, My Religion, was published in 1927, and then in 1994 extensively, uh, extensively revised and reissued under the title Light in My Darkness. It advocates the teachings of Emanuel Swedenberg, the Christian theologian and mystic, who gave a spiritual interpretation of the teachings of the Bible, and who claimed that the second coming of Jesus Christ had already taken place. Keller described the uh, the core of her belief in these words. Um, But in Swedenberg's teachings, it's shown to be the government of God's love and wisdom, wisdom in the creation of uses. Since his life cannot be less in one being than another, or his love manifested less fully in one thing than another, his providence must needs be universal. He has provided... So Helen Keller... He has provided religion of some kind everywhere, and it does not matter to what race or creed 
anyone belongs if his uh, if he is faithful to his ideals of right living. Helen Keller was like the original Scientologist. Yeah, <laughs> Helen Keller was a non-blind, non-deaf fucking kook. She was a religious z- <laughs> zealot. Okay, fuck Helen Keller, that religious you heard it zealot. Here first. What are we watching? What are we watching next week, Brianna? <laughs> Halloween kills. I gotta tell you, people listening to this episode, they're gonna get to a point in time where they're like, "What the fuck did it, what?" They're just talking about Helen Keller for the last seven minutes. Yes, you just did. The, did the podcast change again? <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody! Welcome to where the fuck is Helen Keller nowadays? I'm Mantis. <laughs> And I'm Rihanna. Where is she? Spo- and why did she lie to Spoiler us? Spoiler alert, which uh, Helen Keller would be super bummed to find out. She's probably not in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck this bitch. She visited, she's visited 35 countries. How would she know? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. Hit us up on Instagram for more Helen Keller jokes. Next week, very excited. We are getting super fucking spooky. We are watching Halloween Kills. Get fucking jacked for it. I'm jacked to the nines. My tits are crazy hard right now. We'll talk to you next week. Brianna, say goodbye. Bye. Later. Bye, Beans. Bye.